And welcome to Oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by Oh Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of Oh Rock. I'm Michael Gray, and I'm the foot boy of Oh Rock. <laughs> How you doing, Michael? I'm fine. I'm totally prepared for this podcast. Yes, we definitely didn't just decide five minutes before recording that. Oh wait. February's almost over. We need to record a podcast right now. February is such a short month. It's, it's, it's so, silly. It's a stupid month. Why did we do it this way? This is terrible. Well, you know, one of the months had to be a short month. Um, but still, 365. What's another number it easily divides by? <laughs> Nothing. I don't know. I was I was told there wasn't going to be math on this podcast. Oh, 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 oh okay. <laughs> We could have five months of 73 days each. <laughs> I, that's, that sounds way easier to, to figure out. I don't know. I'm on board with that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, we have an OA to-do list. Actually, you, you sent me an OA to-do list. That's what I called this uh, file. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you, um, you, were, you were looking for uh, some tasks to work on, so I sent you a bunch of stuff. Uh, so you don't, did you want to talk about that? Sure. Let's talk about that. So, or I guess maybe I could talk about why I've got some free time in order to do stuff. Sure. Uh, basically, with my other games, I'm sort of halfway between doing work. You know, I submitted my uh, Pride and Prejudice game to the publishers. Now I just need to wait to hear back from them. Uh, basically, they got back to me saying, you know, they received it and they're going to take a look at it when they can. And that's about it. I don't know how long ago that was. Probably like two weeks ago. It's like at the end of the month. Anyway, so um, nothing's going on in that game. And with Mermaid Mission Titanic, I basically got myself to the point where I can't do anything else unless I get more of the artwork from the various art mm-hmm. people. Oh, gosh. It took forever to get to GUI stuff. That stuff is awful. <laughs> I What have I been telling you for the past two years? I know, but why? <laughs> why does every single screen need to be programmed differently? Why can't they all be yep. the same? <laughs> Uh, I'm just I'm just glad that you that you can feel my pain now of having to do all of this. <laughs> so I did a couple of um <laughs> I wouldn't call it cheater things, but yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's cheater. Basically my GUI person um made sliders for uh you know the volume such. Oh very fancy. Yeah, very fancy, except I didn't know how to do it and <laughs> so um, what I do is I use the default slider uh button for um Renpy. Mm-hmm. And then I just made that transparent. So you're actually manipulating Renpy's slider, but it's invisible, and it's on top of the slider the person drew. Hey, I mean, if it works, it works, you know? I I, I think becoming a game developer has really given me a, a greater appreciation for how games are basically just built out of bubblegum and floss. Well, the weird thing was I couldn't figure out how to get the sound effects to work, if that makes sense. Well... Runpe just kind of up did Runpe update recently. Oh, uh, they it actually it updates pretty frequently. They do like little small updates like every few weeks or so, I think. I mean, you you have to you have to manually update it, I think. You have to click a button. It doesn't update on its own. 
Um, so it should not have updated by itself. Well, this has happened one or two times with me before, where um, it changes what the default folder is, and so when I launch RenP, it says, oh, your projects are just the general tutorial, and that's it. Really? So let me see, huh. what if I go to Launcher Preferences? Okay, there we go. I, did I say Preferences? You did, yeah. I wasn't going to say anything about it, but... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fingers crossed this actually works. Okay, there we go, and now my games are appearing again. Hooray! <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, I, I, I just wanted to get the game here to remind myself of what was going on. Um trying to figure out what to do with the sound effects uh, slider, because there was no space for me to actually put a, a sound effects slider, I think. Um, so it that took me like three hours to figure out what was going on, because as soon as I, you know, added the sliders, all of a sudden, you couldn't hear sound effects anymore. And it hmm. took me forever to realize that the sound effects actually were playing, they were just set to play on zero. Ah, uh. <laughs> volume zero that took yeah so that was that was a fun three hours uh it's always the dumbest things that take forever to find out right yeah it's just so stupid anyway i i, I need to go and check to see if i still have a volume slider or not i think my workaround was the uh the sound effect slider is on the screen, but it's it's to the left of the screen, and it's like one pixel wide, and it's like 300 pixels to the left of the screen, so it's going to be really, really hard for players to click on it. But uh, here's another thing with... Um, I didn't know how to do uh, those buttons. Um, wh- wh- what do you call it when it's like a little circle, and you, you, you click on it, and there's a little black thing that appears in the middle... Oh, like little like check boxes. Yeah, check boxes. Yeah. Except they're buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But same idea. Same idea. I kind of figured out how to do it. The only problem is, um, I can't get the Windows one to ever be filled. Hmm. I'm not explaining. Okay, so there's windowed mode and there's full yeah. screen mode. And for some reason, whenever you click on the windowed mode button, it just doesn't. The circle doesn't fill in. Yeah, the circle doesn't fill in. But uh, when I click on the full screen mode and it goes to full screen mode the circle is completely folded in because it's on on full screen mode okay but for whatever reason the exact same programming nothing changes with windowed mode okay so you click the button and it it doesn't switch to windowed mode and it doesn't fill in it is switches the window mode oh it switches yeah it okay. switches to the mode but it doesn't fill in i just okay oh, man. well do you use um do you use like graphics for filled in like is there one graphic that's filled in and one graphic that's empty anything like that? Fairly certain that's how I did it. Cuz I'm wondering if I mean you, and you probably would have looked into this but it could be that it's just looking it's just displaying the wrong image. Like it's display it's it's switching to the right mode but it's displaying the the empty image instead of the filled in image something like that. Nope, it's I actually had to do three versions of the image. You'll, you'll be happy to know I did, like, I selected idle, which I've never oh, done before, fancy. ever. But that's how I got, you know, the full screen thing to uh, have the button filled in, because that selected idle. But window, for whatever reason, it, it just ignores that. So another problem with the, uh, I mean, this is like the third problem with the uh, doing the GUI <laughs> was uh, the skip button. 
basically, there were problems with the skip button actual in the game. Right, the one that displays like on the bottom, or I guess top of the screen, just during gameplay, that you can click on to start skipping through dialogue, yeah. Yep. So, basically, it wouldn't like agree with the skip button in the uh, options menu. So, what I did was, I just got rid of one of them. I just got rid of the skip button on the bottom of the screen. I hate this stuff so much. I just hate it. The joys of coding, yes. So, um... I guess that brings us back to the email. Uh, So, like I said, I was looking for something to do in between, I guess, work. And uh, you said to write a trailer for Pizza Boy. I was going to do something similar to the Steam description where Doug talks about his job. He mentions three characters. And then basically the hook, which is, hey, there's a guy who claims to be me from the future. I need to save the internet and become the pizza delivery boy who saved the world. Yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty happy with the script you came up with. Um, I guess we need to make a few decisions about which characters are referenced uh, during the video. That's basically the only thing we yeah. need to make it decide. So which three hmm. characters um, do you think we should mention? I mean, I clearly want to say Pizza Thief, but that's just because that's I'm, I am the Pizza Thief. So, <laughs> But that's not a very good reason. I'll probably include a screenshot of Pizza Thief in the Steam store anyway, so that's not necessary. Um Maybe the boss? Oh, man. So what should the description be for the boss? I said, like, my intense boss. I guess intense works. Intense is pretty good. Or or something like, fright. not not frightening, but something like that. Scary. Yeah, because I don't uh, want to... scary too simple of a word? Mm. That's part of the reason why I tried to start off the, the trailer on an upbeat note rather than a, a note. Ah, <laughs> Because uh, I I know part of the game is great. I get to deal with all these, you know, my lazy coworkers and my intense boss. Yeah. But you know, we don't want to, you know, have that in the trailer. And characters, you know, people will watch it and think, oh, this yeah. game is about somebody whose life is awful, and they don't want to <laughs> play it because he's got all sorts of horrible people. So I think intense was probably the best line. Okay. Uh, yeah, intense. Intense works for me. Okay. Okay. I actually don't think we need to... Uh, I don't know. I'll maybe hand this off to the video editor. I don't think we yeah. need the video editor for this. I think this is something I could actually do myself. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I, I could do it too. I mean, if you you want to do it, you're welcome to. <laughs> As opposed to Cat President, yeah. which involved like moving cats on screen. That was yeah. way too much work. I mean, this one's, <laughs> this one's just voiceover and I would assume footage from the game. Yeah, voiceover uh, over footage yeah, of you're, the game. You're, you're certainly welcome to do it if you'd like to. I know there's the one scene you wanted in the uh, thing, so that's why I tried to keep it in the trailer. Mm. But Doug says, oh, time travel's impossible. Not in the future, it's yes. not. <laughs> that's right. Oh, man, I've had a note sitting in the, the Word document for the script for like a year saying this needs to be in the trailer. <laughs> so I remembered that and kept yeah. that. In. Oh, good job. Yeah, uh, that's perfect. Okay, so I'll try uh, recording the voiceover at some point. I know we're not... Yeah making a trailer at any point soon. Yeah, like like I said, this isn't like, this isn't, there's no huge rush. I mean, we're not going to need the trailer until we're getting close to release, but it's definitely something you can work on if you have time. (laughs) And I mean, it needs to be done at some point, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll save us trouble later. We don't have any release date or anything. I think we might need to do it when we get closer to the release date. Yeah, exactly. That might be it, because then we would have a release date at the end of the trailer. That's right. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Actually, we don't, I mean, we don't need to, to, to tie it to the release date because this is just a trailer that's just going to sit on our Steam store page. Like, it doesn't have to be promoting the, the game's release. I mean, the trailer is going to be there five years after the game comes out, you know? I guess you're right. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. So then maybe we could just make it right away then. Yeah, I mean, if we, I mean, if we have a trailer, I can... As I've seen some games, what they do is they set up a store, a Steam page, like months and months before the game actually comes out, and then you have your trailer, your screenshots, everything ready to go, and you kind of use it to promote the game, get people to add it to their wish list, and then you can like post updates about the game on the Steam page, stuff like that. I was actually sort of wondering if that's something I should be doing more. Um, so if we have the trailer earlier, then I can I can actually try to do that and try to use that as a promotional tool. Yeah, and you Maybe. could just use an update like, okay, we finished chapter, finished programming chapter number five of nine, or ever how yeah. many chapters <laughs> there are. Actually, um, there's only like 20 pages left in the script that I need to program. Whoa, you're of, already on that part? Out of 90. I'm almost, I'm like, I'm at the conversation with Finley right before that part. Okay, yeah. So for those of you yeah. who have no idea what we're talking about, <laughs> uh, basically it, it gets really amazing at the end, uh, the game does. <laughs> hey, it's really amazing the whole way through. <laughs> but interestingly enough, I, I kind of wrote the uh, big ending scene like twice through before I think you had a comment. You know, basically we had to repeat a lot of stuff no matter which path for both pathways and so we just got rid of one uh, did we i thought we i thought we kept both pathways in there oh, man now i don't remember i'm not up to that page yet uh, but yeah. i thought it was something like that it, you like you make a decision about what your plan is going to be and then it yeah we have basically two big chunks that that change mm. slightly depending on which plan you decide to can't do. remember but in any case i remember like yeah. cutting out at least 15 pages of something which was just <laughs> repeating <laughs> All of that, all of the, all the dialogue from the other pathway. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not in there anymore. I've been kind of looking forward to that part because I know that. <laughs> well, there's like ten pages that are going to be really easy to code because it's just a lot of copying and pasting. But if that's not actually in the script anymore, then I still have a ways to go. Uh, but but yeah, we're in a good position now because I've been pretty much doing all of the art, all the coding, pretty much like. Every scene is finalized, like when I, before I move on to the next scene. Just how the, that's how I've been coding this game. Um, so I guess once I'm through all of that, there's still a few. I mean, it's the the typical end of end of development stuff. I need to. I'm gonna have to figure out how to make an options menu, for example. Yeah, I, I, I'll do that. Yeah. Just give me the pictures, I guess. Or uh -huh. if you give me the art and tell me how to lay it out, I uh -huh. I could fake it. Yeah, well, I need to do that. I need to do the, the save and load screens, you know, all the easy stuff. I guess I have the title screen all taken care of, so there's that. But then all the, the stupid little, are you sure you want to quit the game? All the all the confirmation screens that I always forget about until the last minute. I mean, there's always all that all that stuff that'll take forever to do. But um, actually, I had, a, I had a really weird idea. I, I've, I've been really toying with the idea of trying to do something kind of fancy with the save load menu that I'm almost certain I will not be able to do, but what I want to do is have the save menu be like, uh, or the, not the whole screen, but the save graphics be, be in a pizza and each slice be a different save file. I think that one looks so cool, <laughs> but I have no idea how to make a, the save game thumbnail, uh, a shape other than square. So that's, <laughs> that could cause some problems for me, but that's, I really want to try to do that if I can figure it out. I'll look it up. I think there's a version yeah. to do that, but I could be wrong. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll probably just go with a very normal-looking save load screen, but if I'm if I'm feeling particularly ambitious on the day I decide to finally buckle down and code this, then we'll see what happens. Yeah, I had the hardest time trying to get my save and load th- uh, thumbnails, so I do know there's a way to do it, but I wasn't mm. unable to do it correctly. Basically, I want I tried to stretch out the save uh, load images, the thumbnail to the size of the the save box that my graphic art person did. And I could right. not, for the life of me, figure out how to do it. You know, I went to the thing. It's like, okay, save box is X wide and Y tall. And no matter what I did with those options, the, the save box refused to stretch out. If that makes sense, it refused to change sizes. And so I eventually yeah. went back to my graphic design person and said, Hi, the save boxes are going to be this size. Please update the artwork. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so weird. I remember you were emailing me, and we couldn't figure out like what in the code was preventing it from being the size that you wanted it to be. It was it was very bizarre because you were definitely like just changing the part you were supposed to change. It's supposed to be X big and Y big. Do make it that, and for some reason, it was not making it that. Yeah, so, I mean, it looks great, it looks perfect, it looks yeah. like it was done on purpose, but it was not. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I would point that out, it's like, it was not originally intended to be that, that height slash width. Yeah. In any case, um, next thing on the to-do list was uh, for Internet Court. Oh yeah, I got your email about Internet Court with the first scene or so. Oh, yeah. That looked good. Was it okay? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> you have no idea. Apparently, um, so for anyone who doesn't know, it's uh, all FMV footage. It's all live action footage, not like a normal visual novel, right? Um, so I thought it would be really good and important to have captions for all the videos, you know, for people who are hard of hearing, uh, but also uh, just because I thought it would look really good in a screenshot if I had dialogue there and not just uh, a still image of somebody talking. Um, boy, that's hard to do. (laughs) I was trying to, I was trying to wrap my head around like a billion different ways to do this. Um, so one, one really easy way or one relatively easy way I should say to do it would have been to just do it right in the video editing software. Like I just have the video of Michael talking and I have the subtitle just right there baked into the video save. And that would have worked except that I also thought it would be important that players would have the option to be able to turn the subtitles on or off if they wanted to. And so if the subtitles built right into the video, the only way I can make that work is if there's two different versions of every video. Yeah. <laughs> and since there's a lot of video in the game, I, th- I, I, ran, I ran the numbers and it would have, you know, double, I mean, I would have doubled the size to something like six or eight gigs or whatever, whatever it was I, I told you before. It was... It was going to be an absurd size for such a small indie game like this, so I had to throw that idea out. Um, so now what I do is I, I just play the video in RenPy, and then I have a series of images that I display on top of the video that I have to individually time to every single sentence that every single person says in the entire game. Um, so just a big an image with the caption appears as the person is saying it. Uh, it's taking forever <laughs> but i i mean i i'm i'm pretty happy with the result i guess the only weird thing about it that i'm noticing is that um in the fiction of this universe like this is a a streaming courtroom basically an online courtroom 
Um, the idea is, as you're playing the game, is that you're kind of watching the stream. Um, but the way I coded the caption is that the entire sentence appears on the screen right when the person starts saying the sentence. Like, the words don't pop in individually, that just the whole sentence appears. Uh, which doesn't really make sense if it's a live stream, it wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> because the stream would have to be psychic for that to work. Well, to be fair, that's sort of what the YouTube captions look like. Yeah. Like, it will show words that haven't been said yet. Although, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of how I was kind of envisioning it. Like, maybe maybe it's on, like, the stream is on, like, a five-second delay, so maybe it's able to populate the uh, the captions using that delay, something like that. Well, I mean, otherwise it would be the captions appear one word at a time, and that would be, yeah. like, ridiculous. Oh, my God, I can't even imagine how much work that would be. As it is, I'm, I've, I was trying to calculate this, too. I mean, there are... I mean, there's over a thousand lines of dialogue in the game, um, but oftentimes each line of dialogue is multiple sentences, too. So there's already going to be, I want to say, at least 2,000 images that are just this, just this dialogue, just these subtitles that I'm making. Uh, it's fun. It's, it's actually turning out to be a, a much bigger percentage of my coding time than I thought it was going to be. Well, would it um, be but... at all worthwhile to, like, give yourself a bigger area to uh, put <laughs> subtitles in, because I know with my everything wrong with videos, that's sort of what I've done. Is you know I switch from doing um, full screen to widescreen videos just because that gives me an extra like two inches of mm. space to put in subtitles, and so I have a lot less having to cut up each individual subtitle yeah. into multiple uh, parts. Well, I, I'm mostly doing it where I think there's, like, a natural break in the dialogue, like, you know, there's a pause for a half a second, stuff like that, like, where it would make sense for it to be multiple uh, subtitles. I, I, I don't know, I, th I feel like it's a little easier to read. Like, if it's a long sentence and there's no real pauses or natural breaks in it, then I will just have, like, two or three lines appear on the screen on top of each other um, instead of just the one line. Um, but, I mean, it's. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a project no matter what. <laughs> Um, it just is what it is. I, I, I couldn't think of a faster way to do it. So, I mean, what I, what I had wanted to do was I had wanted to just use, uh, Ren, RenPy's built-in dialogue system, like the normal thing that you use when you're displaying text in a RenPy visual novel, uh, just use that to display the subtitles. But there was a whole host of reasons why that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems very strange. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what would be... I guess kind of cool is if like like there are certain video files that you can that you can create that have subtitles built in that have the option to turn them off or on. It's like an MKV file, something like that. I was I was reading about it cause on the RenPy forums because people were complaining about this. Uh, how if you have a, one of those type of files with subtitles, then it would be cool to be able to import that into the game and then have an option to turn them on or off within the game. But that's not that's not something that it really plays well with. I mean, this is also what I get for using a game, of an engine, a program that's made for making visual novels for making FMV games, which are not exactly the same type of game. Yeah, but there's no uh, program which is just for uh, FMV ones, are yeah. there? <laughs> um, not that I'm aware of. I guess I haven't really looked, but you know, it's it's still kind of a real uh, a small genre in the indie space, so. Interesting, interesting. Okay. But yeah, I've I've sort of got my system worked out now, so like the that that first scene that I sent you, I mean, 
between video editing and coding that, I mean, that's like a couple days of work just for that one scene. But now I, I sort of have my methods worked out and it's, it's going a little faster now. Although I had to reach a stopping point uh, because I got to a part where I needed footage for someone that we don't have footage from yet. So, <laughs> so now I'm working on other stuff in the game. <laughs> okay. Well, it looks like the next thing on the to-do list, uh, <laughs> you said write a description for the Steam store page and my yeah. response was question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I saw that. I, I was wondering, I couldn't tell if you put a bunch of question marks because you hadn't gotten to it yet or you didn't know what a Steam store page was, <laughs> in which case we were going to have to have a talk. It was question marks. I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to write here for this. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that, that again, that's another thing where there's like no immediate rush for it. It was more like, if you have time, this is a thing that will help us out down the line if you do it now. But I mean, it's not it's not in a rush by any. Certainly not for Internet Court, which we've only just started coding, so <laughs> it's not going to be released for a while. Aww. I know. I'm going as fast as I can. No, no, no. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I think our next project should be, though, uh, the Cap President DLC. Yeah. I think getting that done by <laughs> midterms would be good. I can't. I can't wait for people to start like announcing uh, they're running for president, so I could do Cap President too. <laughs> oh man! Uh, by midterms, I haven't even started. I've I've barely even looked at this. I know you have the script all written already, which is good. Um, I haven't looked at it that much, um, and it does require me to either figure out what DLC is or make the decision to release it as a separate game. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have no idea how to code DLC. I'm sure I could, you know, try to figure it out, but it, would, it wouldn't be like a very simple thing. It's not as simple as me just making the game in RenPy, hitting export, and then like clicking the DLC button on Steam, you know? Um, I mean, we can certainly make uh, another Cat President project the one of the next projects we work on, but, uh, I mean, it's going to be a while before I'm able to start one of them. Um, so I, I already, I would not, I would not get our hopes up about being able to finish it by midterms. Yeah, yeah. By, if, we, if we start on it soon, we can probably finish it by the next presidential election. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it that way. I could, I could, I'm pretty sure that if... You know, we wrap up Pizza Boy by the end of the year, which I think is a very safe bet uh, at this point. Um, that we could start Cat President and it'll be done by 2020. Yeah, no, I, I forget how far in advance we worked on Cat President, though. Now, at this point, it's just been so long. Um, I mean, it, got, it must have been over a year in development, at least, or around a year. Uh, I mean, if you want to take five minutes, I can look it up in my email. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh... Yeah, and then and then the, and then and then there's so many things to talk about too, like DLC versus uh, sequel, right? If it's a sequel, or, or let me put it this way: if it's a DLC, then I I can definitely get away with just reusing backgrounds, reusing images for the cats, which is what I I imagine that you were thinking I would do. If it's a s- sequel then I would feel very bad about reusing a ton of artwork, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd feel like I need to get new stuff for the game. Um so then that co- that creates new work in that regard. Yeah, no, I was thinking DLC in terms of uh most of the artwork is going to be reused. There's a few new characters, but that's about it. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, if, you know, once we finish Pizza Boy, we will make the decision whether we want to work on uh this Cat President um uh, 
follow up next, or if we we ha- we were also talking about a room escape game, um, I can start one of those. I can't start both, uh, and then we can you know figure out if it's worth it for me to figure out how DLC works. Okay, so with the room escape game, yeah, actually, I, you know, made a breakthrough on the art. <laughs> I finally figured out how to do the thing where, you know, I, I draw image normal size and then I shrink it without completely sure. destroying it and messing it up. Okay, that's cool. If that makes sense. So um, when yeah. you automatically shrink an image in um, uh, Photoshop, it changes what the colors are and where the pixels are and where the lines are. And so that, that ended up being a problem with, uh, say, the first room with, you know, the ketchup bottle. It's basically you know, changing the size was kind of impossible. Mm-hmm. So um, now I managed to figure out how to how to actually shrink something and at least kind of remember where the pixels are supposed to be. So um, I did the Nutcracker. So I've got three versions of the Nutcracker. One's 38 pixels tall, one's 75 pixels tall, one's 56 pixels tall. And they mm-hmm. basically all look like the same basic thing. They're, it's all clearly pixel art. And for whatever reason, this seems incredibly amazing to me that I was able to do that. Because <laughs> it, it would just destroy everything. I, I, I tell you not, making anything smaller or larger. So I'm really glad that I figured out how to do that. Congratulations. I think that was a, a problem with uh, the hot dog. Why the edges of the hot dogs look looks so, so incredibly strange. <laughs> It's because the hot dog was shrunk in size. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I shrinking images is always kind of a pain. Um, with pixel art, um, I know the the trick to making pixel images larger is when you're uh, in the when you're in the menu for changing the image size, you want to set it to nearest neighbor instead of whatever the default is, and that just basically duplicates or whatever the size of of each individual pixel instead of Photoshop trying to be smart and figure out what like these pixels should look like it just does what it what you want it to do instead basically yeah because it basically wants to do blending because it's not yeah it doesn't yeah. want you to it it's assuming you don't want pixels it's like but no this yes. is the weird case where we do want <laughs> things to so, be no pixelated. i want I, give me give me my pixels back i just want big chunky pixels give them to me photoshop yeah uh, yeah that was something um i had to play around with a lot back in the game cola days when i was resizing images to appear on the site if it was like a 16-bit game i had to make sure to i to apply my nearest neighbor filter if i wanted to make it a little bigger all right so what i'm doing right now while we're talking is i'm trying to fix the artwork for the okay yeah photoshop's just being mean to me at this point anyway um... <laughs> what else was on the to-do list <laughs> subtitles are, are uh, also if there should be music and internet cord music's another thing we could talk about right yeah yeah i mean so obviously there's music in the phoenix Wright games but they also don't have voice dialogue for the entirety of the game which we will um so it's it's i mean i guess there are voiced games out there that have background music it's not such a crazy concept <laughs> um and i guess too um the background music might help kind of dull out some of the background um, noise in people's videos, I think, too. Um, oh, yeah, I think my stuff needs, like, audio editing. I've, I've been doing a little editing for each person's video. Mine actually needs a lot of work um, because I did not notice that my uh, heater was running while I was, was turned on while I was 
recording some of my scenes, so I've had to do a little editing there. Uh, but yeah, so if if background music is something we think we should do, then we can definitely do it. Um, I guess it would require. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to kind of figure out how the music would work in the game. Like, do I just look for like one big, like very long track that plays throughout the case? Like, I guess I change music depending on the tone of the game. Like, if things are getting intense, I switch to a more intense track. Stuff like that. It would. It would be weird. I mean, because the game, like each each case, is basically just one gigantic scene. Whereas in the visual novels that we make, I usually just change tracks whenever we change scenes, or you know. Something happens in the game, I guess. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's exactly what I do with yeah. uh, the the mermaid game. I'd, I'd sort of have to wrap my head around how music should even function in the game, um, which would be different. I mean, I've done FMV games before. I did Awkward Steve, but Awkward Steve did not have any background music, so it didn't come up then. So I guess the final thing we can talk about is Internet Court subtitles. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, we have it uh, in the script file right now. It's, what is it, Internet Court, uh, A Tale of Justice and Proper Grammar? Or what was it? Um, oh, I had no idea I wrote a subtitle Yeah, you did, yeah. actually. So, I mean, we can stick with that. We were just, I, I just thought it would be good to, to think through a few options. Um, some of the ones on your list, I'm not totally sure we'll be able to use... Uh, for example, Internet Court Trials and Tribulations, <laughs> Internet Court Justice for All, Internet Court Spirit of Justice, Dual Destinies. I ha- I think we might run into some problems with those ones. <laughs> I, 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 well, I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> I think I think we could get ourselves into trouble. A few, I, I'm looking at a few other of these. Internet Court, where lawyers go to cry. That's pretty good. <laughs> I like that. I like to internet court hashtag internet court. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I you noticed already. I, I incorporated hashtag internet court into uh, the logo that we use in the game. I think that was that was pretty good because I was I was picturing like the that this that this backdrop that I shared on Twitter today. Um, it's basically what shows up like before they're streaming or like um, when nobody's talking. You're trying to make you have to make it a, a dialogue decision. Um, and and I was picturing like if this was actually Twitch TV, they would totally have a hashtag there that they would want all of their viewers to be tweeting using or or whatever. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah, I'll, um, yeah, just let me know what you think of those. I I want to do like dot com or e something, but mm-hmm. I didn't think that was going to work. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually, th- I mean, going back to the original thing we had, uh, I, I do kind of like the idea of it referencing grammar since so many of the cases have to do with grammar. And like, we already have internet in the title itself. So the subtitle might, uh, might not necessarily need to do with, uh, with computers and tech. It might be good to bring, bring out more of the content of the cases themselves. Yeah, I think mm. that would be a yeah. good idea too. Okay, so. So, um... Uh, so we did get a question on Twitter, if we wanted to talk about that briefly. Internet Court Dog Congress. By the way, that's what my wife says for, uh, sequel to Cat President Dog Congress. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Okay, so what was the question? Yeah, so we got a question on Twitter, uh, from our friend Elizabeth Pfeffer. Uh, Elizabeth Pfeffer wants to know... Have you ever stopped playing a game because it made you feel uncomfortable? Uh, for example, it had too much violence, something like that. 
have we made I know have we made people uncomfortable with cat presidents? I yes. Think. Yes we have. <laughs> Great. Yep. I mean it's a game about dating cats. It's gonna happen. Yeah, um, no, I don't really feel like um Oh wait, now I know. Um Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper. That that made me feel uncomfortable. Oh yeah. And so I stopped playing too much about um rape, basically. Sure. Is is basically oh, it went into huge detail about beating women and raping oh, women. And oh, I'm like, this God. makes me feel really uncomfortable. Ah. Oh. And so I, I stopped. Yeah, I don't I think I think we've talked about this before, but about like how much research I do before like starting to play a game, like how much how many like hoops a game has to pass before I actually start playing it. And it's so it's it's rare that a game would actually get to the point where I pay money for it and spend hours and hours playing it. Uh it's rare that I would do that and it would turn out that game was not good for me. Um, there is one cutscene in the newest Phoenix Wright game, which is kind of uncomfortable. The the one where the person is killed, and it's kind of an excessive amount of blood. Oh, wait, in, in, in uh, what, Spirit, Spirit of... of... Spirit of Justice, yeah. Actually, there was one in Dual Destinies, which was an excessive amount of blood, too. <laughs> um, but at least the scene in Dual Destinies, it did not go on too long, so... <laughs> I don't know, do you remember a scene where, um... Gosh, now I'm trying to remember that guy's name. Anyway, final case, person was shot like three times. Mm. It's just, that was just rough. Yeah, no, I don't I don't remember that at all. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I remember so little of, of the Ace Attorney games after the original trilogy. Like, almost nothing has stuck with me, except for the part in one of the games where, um, spoiler alert, oh no, wait, geez, that's not even that... <laughs> thinking of ace attorney versus professor layton where they make you think maya's dead that's the part i remember <laughs> yeah i don't i don't really have any examples of a game i've, I've quit playing because it made me too uncomfortable um maybe i'm just comfortable with a lot of weird and bad stuff too who knows all right uh i think that about does it for this episode uh you can follow us on twitter i'm at paul m franzen and michael is at Argolfumpf, spelled exactly as it sounds uh you can check out all of our games on steam or itch.io or just visit oarock.com for the complete library our theme song is dead monster by march of the danger men you can check them out on soundcloud um, and our latest game is the Francie Joe and Friends Collection, a series of short visual novels that came out last December. Um, please, please check that out. Uh, sales haven't been as good as I would have liked, so please go buy it. It's it's great. Uh, if you have played it and enjoyed it, please leave a review. It'll you know help us reach more people. I had somebody who had a hard time. They tried to leave a review, but Steam wouldn't let them. Really? What did Steam do? I don't know. They just said, hey, I tried leaving a review and it wasn't working. And I said, oh, no. Oh, well, that was um, the extent of that conversation. <laughs> someone, someone left a review recently. They referenced um, they liked playing the game because of Argolfumpf. That's that's what got. So maybe that was uh, maybe that was your Ma- person. Maybe they figured it out. Oh yeah, yeah. That, maybe that's it. Maybe they went back and yeah. figured it out. That and that was a nice great. review. I really appreciated that one. <laughs> but yeah, in general, like support support your favorite game developers, guys. Um, every Steam review really helps us to. Uh, it, it helps our, I think the word they use is discoverability on Steam. If a game has more reviews and specifically more positive reviews, it's more likely to show up in people's feeds. It's 
Steam is more likely to suggest it to people, um, and it helps us out. So if you can, leave reviews, not just us, all, all your favorite games. Uh-huh. Uh, and, <laughs> finish my, my little spiel here, uh, if you have any questions about game development or our game specifically, we would love to hear them. Uh, email them to podcast at oarock.com. And is there anything you'd like to add, Michael? Nope. All right. (laughs) Bye, everyone. See you next month. See ya. Okay, so right now I'm doing the silly job of actually um, changing the color of the mustard because uh, I don't like <laughs> tasty. I don't like mustard on my hot dogs, so I'm changing it from the default mustard to ketchup, <laughs> trying to get the beautiful uh, shade of red That's of hilarious. ketchup. Sure. Oh gosh, I don't know. It it should match the ketchup bottle mm. though. I've got to try to do it that way. I don't oh. like ketchup on my hot dogs either, though. I don't like either of those things. Where's my giant size ketchup? I like there cheese on my hot dog. There we go. Sometimes barbecue sauce. Ew. Ew. What's wrong with barbecue sauce on a hot dog? That's I guess. Is that I no- guess you're right. Is that not normal? <laughs> Maybe that's not normal. I guess. I guess ketchup's normal. Ketchup's the normal thing. Yeah. yeah. No mustard's the normal one. I'm just yeah. being ridiculous for some reason. <laughs>